but I don't appreciate you judging me like that. That's all I got to say. I feel the minutes count down on the clock again. Feel like I'm playing in a game that I can never win. Time is running out, I know I gotta make a choice. So many whispers in my ear that I can't hear my voice. Tell me, will it in the situation that I'm in? Or am I bound to sit alone, drowning in my sins? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Loot Bros Podcast episode. I We don't know. We don't care. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty. Alongside me, as always, is the T-Bird. Hello. And we have a very special guest with us tonight. It's a boy, Kevin Ryan Fouts. What's up, man? Welcome back to the show. Kevin Ryan Fouts. Apply directly to the forehead. So how are you been, Mr. Fouts? I'm good, man. I've been... Uh... Well, I got on a little furlough this one week, so I've had plenty of time to do, <clears throat> excuse me, a whole bunch of home projects. Uh, playing video games? Yeah, yeah well, <clears throat> well, yes, I would say so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you were telling us before the show you painted your door yellow? We sure did. Um, that was the best choice that I was given from my beautiful, lovely fiance out of the weird greens and weird blues and purples i'm like i am not going to be that house okay the neighbor already has a red door and let's be honest he run he's on a podcast sometimes so it's a little weird we need something to stand out so we went with a pastel yellow okay 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 that's right what was it before it was was black black just straight black okay we made people really think before they came in (laughs) okay so, home improvement, video games. So, you just got furloughed for one week? For one week, man. That's, that's it. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, uh, what exactly does that mean? So, that means that you're technically unemployed, but you are still a employee of the company. So, I'm still the employee. They'll call me back whenever, but they just don't need me right now. They don't want to pay me for this one week. So, they want the government to pay me four weeks from now. Uh, huh. And then I'll just go right back to work the next week. So it's like, we're letting you go. Just kidding. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Okay. You don't have to do any like work from home or? Um, nope. He does. He makes <laughs> tires. I make tires, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I thought you just saw computers. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I could probably string up some of these cables around here and make a good <laughs> round well, or, flat. Run the reason flat. why I ask because I know people who who are furloughed who are able to work from home. Like uh, shout out to Cray, Daryl's brother. He is furloughed right now, but he works from home every day mm. um, on his gaming computer. So I'm sure that's a uh, not tem- uh, temptation or anything. So I've worked from home a few times too. I actually had uh, the week off a while back whenever the pandemic was like real, like at its peak. And uh, it was it was rough. Just you know, like you think having a week off to just chill, not do anything, would be great. But then you kind of go slightly mad. You know what I mean? And then there's a couple of times in between there where I was working from home, and that didn't help at all because I find that I have much more to work with at work than I do at home. So, and my son was with me, and he's just a, a major distraction when it comes to to working. Very needy. He, always, he wants to play and. You know, he's so darn cute. I can't deny him is right. That's what I say to my German Shepherd. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's so darn cute. He tries to <laughs> pick up two balls with his mouth. 
Wow. That's, that's, what, Tanner, that's what Tanner tries to do. <laughs> <laughs> I set him up, you break him down. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Loop Bros Podcast. We thank you for listening on one of the many outlets, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, iTunes. Be sure to leave us a review. We, uh, we would greatly appreciate that, and we would read it on the show. Let the world know that you are out there, you are listening, and we do appreciate that. Um, you can find us on several outlets. We actually have a Facebook group. It is a closed group. If you go to facebook.com, which I'm sure you're familiar with, you type in the Loop Bros Podcast in the search bar, and we'll pop up. And uh, it is a closed group. Ask nicely. We will let you in. I won't. Uh, Tanner will instantly ban you. I've seen it. Uh, go to Twitter. We actually have a Twitter. We don't use it as much, but we do have it. Uh, but follow us on Twitter. Help remedy that. If you go to Twitter, you post stuff, we will respond. We'll do the, the Twitter, the Twitter thing. Sure, we'll be a part of the cool group. Uh, we have an Instagram. Some of us have our own outlets that you can follow us at too, like Twitch. Uh, I know Kevin Ryan, you have a Twitch page. You have a Facebook. You go live on what? Well, what outlets do you go live on? I go live on Twitch and Facebook. At the same time. Okay. Uh, at Kevin Ryan? At Kevin Ryan. Kevin with a Y. Cool. You can find me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash PG Frosty. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at the PG Frosty. Because apparently PG Frosty's taken. So. So. Uh, without further ado, let's start the show off right with. Oh, yeah. I don't get nothing. What, Xbox? Who are you again? Fine, I get it. <laughs> you have Instagram? You do have Instagram. I have an Instagram. I have a Twitch. I have everything. <laughs> well, f- well, what is it, Tanner? I'm, s- I'm so used to doing the show with Daryl. Daryl don't use anything. He doesn't use any social media outlet whatsoever except Facebook. And I think he only does that because his wife makes him. He actually only does it because of the Facebook group. He's told me that. <laughs> but um, oh, Okay. No, it's really easy. Everything's T-Bird 803. Got to keep that branding on Mark. On check. That's right. Well, aren't you lucky not having your name stolen randomly on Instagram? Mm. True. And you've been doing a lot more streaming lately, I see. Like I've been trying to at least. A day. <laughs> That's a lot more than it was. True. Still counts. Still counts. It does. So if there is nothing else, let's start this show off right with a toast. I don't know. I don't have anything. Hang on. Let me get my cup. I have a glass bottle. Okay. I don't need to do that. I might be spilling everywhere. What are we drinking oh. today, fellas? Coffee. Ooh. Right, right now. So, Coke Zero. That sounds Coke amazing. Coke Zero and coffee. Could y'all have brought a more manlier drink to the show? I didn't say. I didn't say that this Coke Zero wasn't going in something else. No. I'm just saying. Let's Ice just say, <laughs> in a glass. Let's just say I have my co co pilot Jack here, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay, I see. We're talking gentleman Jack. Ooh, that's a smoothness. I keep it ratchet, man. Go for it straight <laughs> to regular. <laughs> $37 for a handle Jack Daniels. Oh, that, that is a baby. ratchet whiskey. That's the best. Dude. I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. How dare you? I'm actually, uh, I love it though. It's so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm from Gaston. Like, I know Wretched, and it's not a bad thing. <laughs> you know that Canadian hunter? That $12 for a handle? <laughs> Canadian, yeah, Canadian mist. Oh. Wait a second. You think that's Ratchet? I literally have a boxed whiskey <laughs> in my cabinet right now. Boxed like, whiskey? Boxed that's, wine, we've reached, it's we've boxed reached a whole whiskey. new low. $12, so let's be honest. I can't pass that up. Well, I am rocking the Rolling Rock Extra Pale Premium Beer. 12 fluid ounces. Uh, and yeah, we actually talked about this before the show. It's brewed in a couple places, including California, Jacksonville, Georgia, Columbus, Ohio. It's all... It's, it's a Yankee beer. Let's just... It is uh, just one big Yankee beer, and... It's actually pretty good. I like it. Nice. And a uh, funny story after we toast. Oh. Wait, sorry, I crack I really it thirsty. open now? I got in trouble you last may. time. Hey. Well, I, already cra- <laughs> I already cracked mine open. You just can't hear it. Okay, my turn. Hold on. Glug, 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 glug. There's that. And then we got another part, too, actually. Oh. Oh. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's sexual. <laughs> Tricky, that one's for you, baby. You like that one? That's, that's a new one. That's a, that's mildly sexual. <laughs> that's a new one. I really like it. <laughs> Woo! All right, I'm done. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, to, today's toast is, or this week's toast is going to uh, go out... Um, uh, fellas, if you have anything to add, I'd like to actually give this toast out to Nintendo this week. Um, I gotta slip it in while Daryl's not here. Hi, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, so Nintendo during the pandemic apparently sold a lot of Nintendo Switches, and uh, if you were following the show up to when we did our twelve-hour uh, stream for March of Dimes, I had been talking about wanting a Nintendo Switch, and I have been wanting one for couple couple years now i mean since launch but you know i have there's a couple times where i had my finger on the trigger and wanted to buy one and i went out to buy it and couldn't find it so this was one of those times because apparently when everyone got furloughed or uh laid off or whatever they did they went into quarantine they went and bought nintendo switches so nintendo did really well during the pandemic but uh this is a uh, article I found per the Washington Post, uh, just to read a small excerpt here. It says, Now as the world's population weathers a global pandemic, history stands to remind us that the toy company from Kyoto is not to be underestimated after forecasting switch sales of 18 million units and a net profit of 180 billion yen for the past fiscal year. Nintendo announced Thursday that it had sold over 21 million consoles and made 260 billion yen in profit. This March, they not only sold more units of their Switch console than during its launch in 2017, but sold most consoles in a month for any plat the most consoles out of any platform in a decade. So that's okay. pretty cool. So uh, a lot of it, they say, it may be contributed to Animal Crossing coming out because I mean, it was one of those games that came out and everyone was talking about it. It was the big, the big hot fuzz all over the internet. And everyone's like, well, I ain't got nothing to do. I'm going to buy a Switch on <laughs> Animal Crossing. So that's where that's, we were. That's exactly what happened in my house. My yeah. fiance has not put Animal Crossing down yet. 
That's yeah. awesome. And I, I, I hear that's the thing, you know. Um, I, for one, wasn't very interested in getting Animal Crossing, but I really did want to switch, and I couldn't find it anywhere. But shout out to my lovely wife. She did finally find one at the Bush River Walmart and uh, presented it to me during live stream while I streamed Just Dance Live. That was uh, good well times. deserved. Well deserved, yep. That was my, my reward. That was my pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for dancing, dancing like an idiot on live streams. So. <laughs> yeah, that couldn't have ended better for you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, with that being said, we will jump into what are we playing? Uh, Kevin, you are our guest. Why don't you go first, bud? Thanks. Um, I've been playing nothing but Valorant lately. I am one of the lucky ones that got the drop from Valorant, so I am rubbing it in everyone's faces. How did you it. get that? So the only way, it's seemingly the only way to get the beta drop, it's closed beta right now, is if you continue to watch channels on Twitch streaming beta. Uh, Valorant beta. And it's just... Luck of the draw, you just watch it enough, or if you just watch it for 10 minutes, you might get the drop, you not might not. I have a buddy of mine that is playing and that has been watching it for literally 200 plus hours. He would leave his computer on, nothing but Valorant, and he still hasn't got a drop. Oh, no. <laughs> he's not very happy when the rest of everyone in the Discord group does have Valorant, and he's not allowed <laughs> in the Valorant voice channel. So, <laughs> <laughs> not even allowed in the channel. That's right. We you are not chosen. Out. It's like no, get out, get out of here, buddy. Y'all so, all like stop, st- stop talking, and just kind of yeah. sit there. He's like, hey guys, and y'all just like, oh hey, <laughs> oh he, he's here, guys. Let's kick him. <laughs> we instantly move to another channel, and then he just kind of follows us until he eventually gives up. So, but that's um, that's cyberbullying. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> Maybe you should be better at getting drops. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I got mine. And I won't even watching it. I got it the next day. That's what. But that. I, that's that's what I'm playing, and it's it's a good time. It's a really good time. It makes me so mad, but it's a good time. Sounds like a multiplayer shooter. Yeah, mix of CS:GO and Overwatch. Um. Which I love Overwatch. Don't really care much for CSGO, but this is it's going pretty well. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I think that's about it. I kind of want to try to watch streamers and try to get that, but at the same time don't know if I'd actually even play it. Because <laughs> I, I haven't... Mean, Tanner, Tanner, you'd be the one to get the code and never play it. Right. <laughs> I probably would. At that point, I would give it to Kevin's friend <laughs> before even redeeming it. Oh, you dare give it to him. <laughs> That's so sweet, Tanner. Isn't see Tanner's a sweetheart. He <sighs> crass as everyone makes him out to be. All right, screw your friend. You ain't getting it now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Tanner we know. <laughs> there he is. But that's 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 it. And kind of taking a glimpse of Animal Crossing over the fiance's shoulder. Uh, she shows me things like, look at my shrub. <laughs> awesome, dude. And then she's like, look, I this is a chicken. Garden. It's my best friend. Like, Bring oh. me a shrubbery. That's right. I made a house. Is that, is, that a, is that a poster of a chicken on the wall? Yeah, he's my best friend. 
Okay. All right. Time. Give me the switch. Give me the switch. <laughs> yeah. Give me that. I need to play Pokemon. But that's about so, it. I bet you, T Bird. Uh, I haven't been on the show in like two weeks, so I finished Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> hmm. I clocked it at like third right at thirty hours. Cool. So yeah, it's uh it's good. I'm probably gonna at some point start up the uh, original. And go through that because I don't feel like waiting for what three plus years for everything to come out. Yeah, it might take you a while. Yeah, to get so. into that one. Yeah, but uh, again, I don't know. You got that that speed mode. You just because that, that's the, really the, what takes the longest in that game is grinding to level up. Yeah, and you could do it so much easier on like the 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 PC and the PS4 port and all. So it's good stuff. Yeah. I, I, overall, the game was really good. The final boss made me just want to like throw my controller through my TV. But that sounds like what that sounds like a final boss. Yeah, especially as a multi-part, and if you die, you got to start it all over. Oh gosh. Yep. Just remember that, yeah, I'm Frosty. Tra- <laughs> I'm trading mine in. I died. Digital. I died I'm like the last. In. The last phase is a boss, and I had to restart everything. I just turned it all off. I was like, I'll deal with this another day. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, it's just been, it's really that, and just Call of Duty here and there. I haven't found okay. a game I want to sink my teeth in just yet. Is uh, Call of Duty proving to be the frustrating Call of Duty we know and love, or are you like genuinely enjoying this one? Like, Is, is there like a different mood with this one? No. <laughs> it's Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. You love to hate it. Yeah. It's a love hate relationship. That makes a difference, though, right? I don't play that at all. Okay. Never mind. Anyway, a little bit I played that on our stream was fine. Just, I'm not a big Battle Royale fan. Hmm. I yeah, get a little too. Battle Royale out, man. Uh, I don't know. I just. It, it, Call of Duty just doesn't appeal to me as a Battle Royale. If I want to do that, I'd play PUBG maybe, but even then, that's a stretch because PUBG controls like garbage. We'll say this: I always said that Call of Duty would make one of the coolest battle royals, and then when I played it, I was like, "Man, I kind of miss like the fast pace, yeah, you know, in your face gameplay." You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, that's really what I miss about Siege, like because it was kind of a mixture of both. Like it could be slow and methodical, or it could be super fast paced. It depends on your team, and it depends on like you know the map. It depends on uh, your how well you're uh, meshing with your team. You know what I mean? And I talked to Cray about that too because he was like, he said he couldn't ever get into the game because of the of how slow. Slow paced it was, and I was like, yeah. I never, never got that when playing Siege, especially when I played with my team, because like we knew what we were doing, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. like matches would go by really quick. Not yeah. always, sure, but you know, yeah. See, like I, I did dabble with that for a little bit one night, but it's just like I don't feel like having to relearn an entire shooter right now. Right. I mean, Call of Duty is just so familiar. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's comfort food. And Siege is not. Even though I watch a lot of Siege stuff, it's just yeah, I don't feel like learning it. You also gotta have a you gotta have a team where you're not gonna enjoy it as much. Yeah, 
this is a point where I kind of wish it was crossplay, so that mean you could play it. Oh, uh, most definitely. Yeah, that was my problem with Siege. I never really had anyone to really play with. Yeah. So it was, I get in a match, I'm like, hey! Just yelling at people over game chat. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, help! Hey! I was like, right, go back to your mom's basement. I was like, I wish I had a basement. But. <laughs> <laughs> so it never, never sat with me. Was it? Yeah, that's all from it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, to no one's surprise, I've been playing uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh God! Whew, you good? Uh, so, yep, yep, yep. I'm good. Uh, so I've been playing Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and uh, it's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I've heard, you know. People will be overly critical on this game. I've heard uh, Zelda fans be critical. I've heard them, you know. Uh, I've, basically, I've read mixed reviews on the game, I should say. Uh, but I've covered this game, or not covered it, but like I've had my eye on this game for a long time. I wrote an article for Proving Gamer back in the day on this game whenever it was previewed. Uh, I have wanted to play this game for a very long time and uh, i mean this could even be a topic in itself like games that you were late to the show <laughs> when playing you know what i mean mm. um and you know it always it always interests me you know because i've been playing games for 30 plus years and uh it always interests me when i talk to people that are like yeah i've never played a single Mega Man game i want to get the Mega Man collection and go back and play it i'm like you've never played a single Mega Man game like what is wrong with you <laughs> but like at the same at the same note like there's new games out now that are very accessible to us that are right there that like i haven't ever played you know what i mean and i'm sure people are looking at me like do what's your deal you know and as a big zelda fan like it just it irritated me that i hadn't played this game yet and uh so I had some hands-on time a while back. Uh, my cousins came over, spent the night with me and uh, my wife, and they brought their Switch, and they got like just about every title out. And uh, she had already beaten um, Breath of the Wild once and was going through her second playthrough. She's like, "Well, I'll start a new game real quick, and we can, you know, you can start it together, and you can kind of get your, you know, play." Like she was not even wanting to trade the trade off. She was just chilling, watching me play, you know, and hmm. telling me about all this cool stuff about the game. And uh, I was, like, enamored with it. And ever since, I don't want to get my hands on it. Well, finally, when I get a Switch, like, eight months later, <laughs> I, I have my hands on it. And, I'm, and I've been playing it nonstop. Like, I haven't picked Final Fantasy VII back up since. Um, I've been wanting to finish Final Fantasy VII, which I think is awesome. Uh, waited a long time for that game. It came out. I started it and loved it. And then once I got Zelda, I, like, I, I promised myself I wouldn't start it. And I did. <laughs> and uh, so I've been streaming it and playing it. And it's it's awesome. I mean, it's open world Zelda. You know, it's uh, got a lot of elements about Zelda that I like. There's, um, I could see some people's complaints about the game. You know, like some of the dungeons are a little lackluster. Uh, there's some elements that like, like weapons in the game degrade over time and they break. And you have to find newer weapons. That's, you have to pick weapons up off of enemies. That's legit my biggest problem. <laughs> I just hate having yeah, like, to, like have, I hate having to worry about that stuff. 
Yeah, and I can totally understand that, you know, and like the Master Sword even, like it where like you use the Master Sword enough, it'll lose energy and you have to wait, I think it's like 10 minutes game time for it to recharge. Jesus. Which isn't too bad. Um, but there's also a DLC, there's like supposedly this dungeon you can do in a, in a DLC that allows you to charge the Master Sword to its fullest potential. And then when you use it, like, it's so strong that, like, there's chances of you ever breaking it or, like, slim to none, you know what I mean? Because hmm. it'll recharge by the time you break it. But, uh, so I'm kind of interested in that. But I'm hoping, because there is a sequel in development as we speak. Like, it is a Breath of the Wild sequel. So I don't know if it's going to be Breath of the Wild 2. I don't know if it's going to be, um, you know, name something different. But they are making a legit sequel to this game. And I'm, and I, they would be doing themselves a disservice if they don't have some kind of way for you to either have permanent weapons or uh, some kind of way to increase durability weapons or re- even repairs. Like give us, give us like repair hammer so we can repair our weapons. You know what I mean? Just do the dark. Be cool just do it the dark souls way. Make every weapon kind of unique and you can upgrade everything. You find something you like, that's it. Make it some yeah, difficult, totally. make some difficult quests for the master sword and boom. Yeah, yeah, totally. I do like, though, how you can farm for certain things, you know what I mean? So there are weapons that, like, if you like a certain weapon, you can go back to that area and find it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. So uh, you can't repair any any weapon or anything? There's no repair, like, anvil or anything? It, no. No. That would be really annoying. you think. I mean, there are weapons literally everywhere in this game. So I haven't really come to a point where it's like, oh man, I need a weapon because they are everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, plus, arrows are a very essential part of the game too. And you know, as long as you're as long as you're staying stocked on arrows, then like, you know, it kind of it'll save your weapons. Now I mentioned there's some weapons I have in my inventory that I just haven't used until I'm ready to fight like a boss or something, and then I'll load up on like um, attack enhancements <clears throat> and then go at it. You know, with my stronger weapon. But uh, the the, the gameplay is very smooth. Um, you know that when I had first played the game, it was I was on the Great Plateau, and everyone says once you get off the Great Plateau is when the game really opens up. And they weren't lying. Like this game is, you get off the Great Plateau, it's very o- overwhelming how much there is to see and do. Hmm. Like the the landscape's just so huge. You know, you can literally climb anything. You know. Um, and you could paraglide to different areas and stuff. So the the whole the most fun I've had with the game is like you know I'll put a pin on my map on like a mountain and I'll go climb the mountain and I'll find some like really cool weapon or something or a shrine and then I'll paraglide down to the next area. You know what I mean? And um, just about discovering secrets and, and areas and stuff. And you know, like uh, I just started doing the labyrinths. There's like these big labyrinth areas that you can. Uh, that you can navigate through and find like different uh where you find like uh well you'll find weapons in the labyrinth but once you get to the end you'll actually find the uh the shrine and inside the shrine you'll get not only you'll get a spirit orb but you'll also get um the barbarian armor <clears throat> which is like uh i'm guessing is like some of the strongest armor in the game it, it increases your um your attack so it's cool just to have that extra boost but uh but yeah it's it's great i like it a lot um, I'm, I'm very unknown to the Zelda world. The only one that I played was Ocarina of Time, and I got annoyed by the Hey Listens, so I kind of <laughs> stopped. I'm like, yo, this cartridge is cool and gold. Let me have at it. Hey, listen. 
Not anymore, cuz. I don't want to listen to you. Uh, so I kind of stopped. Is this the first example of a real open world? Like, was Wind Waker open worldy, or? Um. This is the first linear. This is the first example of like a non-linear. Well, I can't even say that. Like the original Zelda on Nintendo was kind of non-linear because there were, I believe, there were certain dungeons you could go to out of order, hmm. but it would behoove you to go to a certain dungeon in order because, like, if you go to this dungeon, you might get the, the say you get the bombs. You know what I mean? With the bombs, you can gain access to the next dungeon, and so on and so forth. But the map in the original Zelda was was garbage because it was just like a gray slate and a little dot. And so you had to kind of, <laughs> by your memory, your head movies, <laughs> you had to remember like where you were, and you know, through trial and error and just exploring. That's what Zelda's all about: exploring and figure out secrets and stuff. Not to, not to mention the secrets in the original Zelda were very cryptic. You know, like if you had a a wall you can blow up with a bomb like there weren't always like cracks in the wall to show you where to put the bomb like that didn't that wasn't really a thing until like link to the past <clears throat> so it was it really rewarded players for exploring um and then the, and zelda started to open up more you know like ocarina of time was their whole thing is like they wanted it to be more open world but you know they can only do so much with the technology they had um, and open world games weren't really a thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, Wind Waker is kind of the same way. Like you had a big map, and you can sail from like island to island and and, and stuff. But like you you had to kind of go to certain. Like if you tried to go to this island, maybe you couldn't gain access to it because you didn't have the grappling hook. So you had to backtrack, go to a different island, which had a dungeon, which allowed you to find the grappling hook. And then you had to go back. This game's kind of like. Hey, you want to run straight to Ganon and fight him? You can do that. Um, you want to run to, you know, like, like you have these four, what they call these four uh, beasts that you have to fight. And it's basically like uh, like a hundred years ago, you your civilization harnessed these mechanical beasts and used them as weapons to fight Calamity Ganon. And so... Um, Calamity Ganon, spoiler, he wins the battle. Uh, Zelda, Zelda seals herself and you in a deep sleep for 100 years. Well, Calamity Ganon has taken over these beasts and is basically using them. So you have to travel. And they're these big mechanical, like, flying mechanical tanks, basically. Or not all of them are flying, but you know what I mean. Mm. And uh, it's a dungeon. You go inside. Uh, well, you have a battle outside, then you go inside, and you're solving puzzles, and then you get to the boss. Um, but the uh, you can go to whichever one you want first. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I have to go here to get this item, so I can go here. Like you can literally pick a dot and go to it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so it's they they leave it open like that, and so that's why this one's very different from the other ones. But and I don't know if like players just didn't like that or they just don't like the the fact that the dungeons aren't like traditional, you know, forest temple, water temple, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I think it's cool that they opened up and they they did something different with this game and uh you know, they they tried new things, you know, like it's a uh, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of when they did Majora's Mask, you know, like Majora's Mask is not really a Zelda game. It's not a good Zelda game, but it's a good game. 
and it's a lot of Zelda fans consider it one of the best in the series. And it's completely different from the Zelda formula. Mm. And so that, that's why Breath of the Wild is, is, is so refreshing to see it in action because it's it's not necessarily a Zelda, but it is, you know what I mean? And I think they're just going to expand on that and make it better, you know? And, and I'm really hoping that they're looking at the complaints that players had with, like, weapon degradation, and they say, hey, we can improve on this. We can make it better. And eventually, you know, when the sequel comes out, then players can look at this and be like, wow, now this is a Zelda game, you know? Mm. <clears throat> so. But... Uh, that's me. I mean, I can do a whole show about this this game because I've been putting in some hours. I don't even know how much gameplay I have in it. I, I, it can't be less than 30 hours. I mean, I know last Sunday I literally played it all day. <laughs> so I love it. I love having those days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just sat around playing Zelda all day. It was great. I think the last time I had a day like that was uh, playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that was one of those games I was really late to. Playing that. Uh, yeah, that's good. For like eight hours straight. Another game that was like product of like unwarranted criticism, late game. Because that game came out and everyone raved about it. Now it's like here we are two hour, two years later <laughs> and everyone's looking back and they're like, it's like, oh, Horizon, it's not a good game, it's overrated. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, it's a good game. Like, And I think Zelda's kind of getting that same treatment, too. And I don't know if it's just like... I always say that gamers are really hard people to please. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, our boy Donnie uses the term crybaby gamers. And, like, I, you, you don't really know what that term means until you really look at, like, gamers as a whole. And, and, and how toxic we can be sometimes, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've I've fallen victim of it before, you know what I mean? Like you see a game enough and you're just tired of hearing. Like I'm kind of with that with Call of Duty right now. Like I'm sick of hearing about Call of Duty. Like I don't want to talk about Warzone. I don't want to talk about Battle Royale. Like I don't even consider it a game. But at the end of the day, like I I enjoy Call of Duty. I think it has great gameplay. It's fun. But you know, I could over criticize it for no reason, and I kind of feel like a lot of games are getting that treatment right now. Well, I'm sure majority of everyone is playing any and every video game right now in this this virus season. You can't buy a capture card or a webcam or any type of streaming device. Mm-hmm. Nothing's in stock. If you do, then it's price gouge out the wazoo. My $50 webcam is now $200. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy, man. I tried to get another one for something we're going to work on later, and uh, it just... And the only option is a two hundred dollar one, or wait until they're restocked, probably two months from now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, they need to stop price. Little, they need to calm down with all this price gouging stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to like buy that. stuff and I can't. Yeah, I can't even buy a two point five weight plate, and nobody uses those. So why would you need them? Why can't I just buy one? I don't understand. I got this Trump money for no reason now. Jeez. <laughs> this Trump money is burning a hole in my pocket. I know. <laughs> All right, now we're about to head into the Loot Bros leaderboards. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to make mention that uh, we have T-shirts for sale on Ooh. Threadless.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can try to look us up 
find the search bar at Threadless. I had trouble finding us, but we do have a link on our Facebook group. So now is a good time to join the group if you haven't already. Facebook.com. Go to search bar, type in the Loot Rose Podcast. Closed group. We'll let you in. And uh, we have a link in our announcements. Should be it actually should be pinned to the top of the page now. But if you click on that link, it'll take you to threadless.com and you can order one of our shirts. We do have uh, more designs coming soon. But I mean, I would I think I speak for everyone when I say that the king of the loot shirt is pretty rad, and you should buy one today. I agree. My personal opinion, I say it's very nice. It's nice and soft. It is nice and soft, very comfy. I personally am an XL man myself. I got the XL and it fits perfectly well. Extenuates my biceps real nice. My chest comes out real good. My love handles, what love handles? The shirt is rocking. Get yours today. You just you just did a commercial right there, and we didn't even pay you. <laughs> well, I'm still waiting for my money. That's all I gotta say. Uh- uh, and with that being said, we move on to <laughs> uh, we move on to the Loot Bros leaderboard, starting with our true trophies. Yeah, I get that. Pretty, uh, you got okay. it. You head over to well, you can get it, man. Okay. Head over to uh, truetrophies.com, right? Yes, it's truetrophies.com, and then you'll just type in the search bar the Loot Bros podcast. Capitalize each word; it makes a difference. Okay. <clears throat> so. For number one, no surprise, Affectatious Donk, the 284 trophies. God, everybody's just getting donked on, man. Yeah. Then we got Cool Kid Joe coming in number two with 269 trophies. Nice. 69. Say that. <laughs> and then third, Mr. TMNT84 was 54. Daryl is so far at the bottom, I don't even see him. He's been playing Xbox, though, hasn't he? Has he been playing anything? Well. Daryl, why, why have you let us down? See, I was, you, you ruined it. I was going to use the he's playing Xbox as a segue to go to the True Achievements one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Dang but, it, I can't do anything right. We go to TrueAchievements.com. Same situation with the same, same thing as the uh, PSN profiles or trophy list, whatever. Sorry, butchering it. Did you say situation? Situation. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, we got a situation here. Anyways, number one is JDI Master GDI Master Ace at 546 points. Not bad. You got Cool Kid Joe again with 420. Nice. <laughs> then you got nice. <laughs> then you got old Dump Plicker with 355. <laughs> so. But where is Gwen's candle? <sighs> He's at the bottom. God dang it! Oh no! Yeah, he still got the only the last one, last achievement. He got still snatch one today, as spelt in snatch instead of you know. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. But yeah, that's it. Also, I'm grossly forgetting another one. And the Steam leaderboards don't exist. <laughs> yeah. They had like a little bit of a mini stroke and just stopped working. <laughs> I tried to figure it out. I could not figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out later. There's only a few of us on there anyways. Yeah. So now, cue me okay. questions. 
<laughs> that is the Lubros leaderboards. Remember, if you want to be a part of it, you can go to truetrophies.com or trueachievements.com. Type in the Loot Bros Podcast. One word? Spaces. Uh, spaces. Spaces. Yeah. Spaces in between. Yep. And uh, sign up and be a part of the fun. Um, community questions. By the way, make sure you capitalize every first letter of, the, of every word. Otherwise, you will not find it. So we have some questions here, fellas. I'm scared. Zach Cheney asks. <laughs> me too. Uh, Zach Cheney asks, name a bad habit in gaming you had to stop because it was affecting you negatively. Uh, I'm going to go with trophy hunting. It about ruined video games for me because it sucked all the fun out of it. Having to pick pick and choose what games I wanted to play based on trophies was just wasn't wasn't fun to me at all. Agreed. Uh I think uh trophy hunting is the most the the least interesting thing about gaming. Unpopular opinion, I know. I just don't I don't I don't like it. I think uh and I'm with you there, like because when you when you get into uh trophy hunting, then you, you find yourself playing games just for the trophies exactly instead of the enjoyment of the game and so then you find yourself playing rat plats and stuff like that and so it's almost like you become a for lack of a better term trophy whore well no one wants to be a trophy whore agreed right. tricky although I do feel like you have made a lot of people mad just now I mean, I don't care. I, I voiced <laughs> my opinion many times on this show about trophies and achievements. And I know that I'm stepping on toes. But it's, I mean, come on. Like, they don't they do not do anything. They are used for bragging rights. Like, if they did something, then, like, I'd, I'd be cool with it. You know what I mean? Because I, I know back in the day, Xbox had a thing where, like, if you got 1,000G in a certain game, you'd, may, you'd like, unlock an avatar or something. So that's that's something. Well, now it's not much. Now at least with PlayStation, they do um, they give you an option to like earn money with your trophies. Like you're, yeah, you're in a certain amount of you're in a certain percentage or whatever. You get like a couple bucks back. Right. So well, it's not that's pretty cool. It's not completely useless, but at the same time, kind of is still. <laughs> it's not completely useless it's just absolute garbage I think it, it's, it's for those people that really want a different challenge like they alright we accomplished the base game but now we want some, we like this game so much for certain people right uh, let's let's dive in and let's just unlock the whole thing let's see what we can do but it also oh. might unlock doors you look at a trophy list you're like whoa I didn't even know we could do that in this game let me go back and do that yeah no I I completely get that point of it. It's just I'm like I I man, if I'm platinum a game now, it's it's because I enjoyed it a lot and want to actually have that 100 percent on my profile. But mm. I'm not gonna go out of my way just to boost my score up now. At one point in time, it was like that for just a small small amount of time. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my thing is the boosting. You know what I mean? Like that's what that's what gets me. Is that's like. I was like, yeah, I'm going to play this game that's complete garbage, but it's going to give me a bunch of trophies. Like, why? Why waste your time? Just go play a better game. But then again, like, I'm not a trophy hunter, so I don't, you know. 
I'm like, I'm playing a Switch right now. They we ain't even got trophies. But if they did, would you be getting all those trophies for Zelda Breath of the Wild? I mean, I could 100% the game like Tricky did in his imagination. <laughs> but, you know. Um, it would it, That would depend, sir. Like, if one of those trophies was collect all 900 Korok seeds, then you can suck a ball. <laughs> because suck a ball. Like, I, I collect those things as I, if I see one as I'm running by, I'll pick it up. You know, I mean, and, and a lot of them are, aren't as simple as like just running over and finding it. Like it's, you got, sometimes they're like under random rocks. Like you'll have a field and you have just a random rock sitting there. You pick it up. There's one under that. Like how is anyone supposed to know that? Uh, there's these little windmills that you find. And if you run over to them, these little balloon targets appear. And if you shoot all the targets, then a core rock will pop up. You, so like it's you push more a, to it than just. You push a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's more to it than just finding it, so that would that would take a while. Now, there's 900 of them in this game, and the most hilarious thing is, okay, so if you collect a certain amount of them, you can trade them in to open up um, extra slots for your inventory. And uh, of course, the more inventory slots you try to open, the more it takes. Like you start off trading in one, and then three, and then five, so on and so forth. Well. If you collect all 900 of them and you trade them into the little guy you're supposed to trade them into, he literally gives you a golden turd. Pot, golden turd. Yes. It is a golden turd. It's it's dog poo, but it's gold. <laughs> That's mean, what you get. You Duke Nukem fans might really like that. <laughs> I mean, sure. What do you do so, with said golden turd? I don't know. I hear there's no use for it. Sounds like you it's need just, to find all these it's a, cake pops it's, or Cora pops or whatever you said it was and really get into this golden turd situation. Cake pops? Cake pops. <laughs> cake pops. One of the two. It's all the same. Yeah. Now I don't know if I should listen to Gundam Style or eat cake. Like, I'm confused. Or do both at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Both. Ooh. But I need time for my cake to digest. Nonsense. Uh, a bad habit for me. Um, staying up late. Mm. Like, staying up late playing games. That's something I struggled with for years. And, like, now it's kind of become a thing again. <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, get out of that. Because, you know, there was a time where I could <laughs> stay up till 2 in the morning and sometimes three playing gears of war all night and then wake up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock go to work Jeez. now i no i'm too old for like, that now i'm way way too old like i stay up to, i thought i'm gonna be if i get in bed at 12 like i'm i'm feel like death the next morning you know looking back like, i don't know how i ever did it <clears throat> it's terrible for you but yeah i had to i had to put a stop to that but since I've been playing Zelda again, it's it's tough. Out but, the window. Yes. I, I had a bad habit whenever Crush from Spyro's Riptoes Rage 2, no matter how many times I beat the game, if Spyro doesn't jump over that wave, my PlayStation 1 controller gets tossed. And then my mother <laughs> yelled at me, and I had to stop that habit real quick. 
because I didn't want my Dukes yelling at me like that. I didn't like it. Hurt my feelings. But Crush, if you're out there listening from Fyro 2 Ripto's Rage, I still got a bad one for you in the goddamn uh, remake of Spyro, and you about to get some. I'm just saying. Other ways. Uh, another one would be, honestly, like Rage, Patience, you know? Like, they have a bad, like, especially as a kid, if it didn't go my way, or the controller messed up, or I missed Crush's wave, you know, that I didn't jump over. Um, it, it just, it kind of taught a little patience, and that was kind of a bad habit to really lose patience and kind of rage out like that. It wasn't good for, or healthy for anyone in the room, you know what I mean? I feel so you. now I just can really care less if I win or yeah. not. Oh, video game rage is a, it's a real thing, man. Right. <laughs> like, I, uh, one of my favorite things to watch now on YouTube is, uh, speed run rages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you look at a compilation of people failing during their speed runs, it's really funny. I mean, that's a lot of momentum worked up for an explosive moment. Like, you're speeding the Uh most concentrating moment, and then you just fail one little double jump, and everything's wasted. Yep. That's exactly what happens. Like, they're sitting there, they're so focused, they're playing, and then they miss the jump, and then they try it again, and then then the dude just takes his control and slams on the ground and walks out. Like... (laughs) Yeah, that's you know that's gonna be frustrating. For sure. But I used to, apparently I used to rage really bad at like Call of Duty, and I've gotten called out for it recently. And it's like stuff I don't even remember saying. He called <laughs> you out on that, huh? He called you out for that. You uh, it was Derek. <laughs> ah. Derek was calling me out for it because apparently I was years ago, and I was in his uh, we're all hanging out in his room, and I was I was playing Xbox. And uh, I started raging out and <laughs> calling people all kind of obscenities. And I don't even remember it. Like, oh, I brought it up. I was like, that never happened. Bro, I, like, dude, yeah, I kind of remember it, and you were really bad. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't you don't realize it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Had a lot of built-up angst. <clears throat> That's why you got to take a break from those competitive games and play games like Zelda. I had a buddy of mine, Davy Jones. He... We would play Black Ops 2 until goddamn the butt crack of dawn. And Do you feel death? Do you feel death? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But he uh, he would just like, hold on, Kev. He would just mute his mic. <laughs> I don't know what he did during that silent time of muting his mic. But he's like, just hold on, Kev. And that was it. It would be He'd be gone for like five minutes or a whole match. Then he'd come back. He's like, all right, I'm back. Like his voice and demeanor would change altogether. He'd just be like, hold on, Kev. All right. We you knew what now. he was doing. He was raging. He was, man. He was so bad all the time. That's why we don't play Call of Duty together anymore. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fighting games online for a while there made me rage. Mm. I could see like, that for sure. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because just like speedruns, you, you put a lot of time into a game. <clears throat> and uh you know like because i used to spend hours in the training mode and hours playing like you know with friends outside the game and training and you know and then you get online and you lose to somebody in the stupidest way you're like did that really just happen yeah <laughs> you know so i'm but, be honest uh, valorant might do that to me i get so mad sometimes <laughs> 
<laughs> you start you start feeling that rage, man. Oh my god. I'm sure you exhibit it more offline than you do streaming. Oh no, I'm a character when I'm streaming. I get more emotional offline. I don't really care, but when I'm streaming and people are watching me, it got to get more intense. So I got to my mouse might just get thrown. That's why I have two mouses up here just in case something happens. This one's wireless, so I can just <laughs> toss it. And I got this one ready to go. That's no exaggeration so, at all. What kind of what kind of mice you using? I got a razor. Um Razer Mambo Wireless. Okay. Everybody, Mambo. All right, so it's not it's not a very expensive mouse in case you do break it. <laughs> I mean, I did get it on clearance for like 30 bucks, so it's not terrible. Okay. And and then uh, I do have this real cheap $12 one that I literally just keep here just for that fact, just in case somehow my wireless one ends up across the room, down the hallway, in the dog's mouth. I don't know. But we got that <laughs> one there just in case. In the dog's mouth. Never know. If he gets lippy, that might have to go. <laughs> might have to do it. <laughs> uh, next question actually comes from us by Zach Cheney again. Um, name something from a game that you haven't seen in any other game. That's a tough one. Uh, 900 Korok seeds, and they give you a golden piece of poop. <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. You are right, sir. I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, hmm. Kind of one to ponder a bit. I would say, though, uh, for its time, definitely, and Metal Gear Solid, too. Or Metal Gear Solid in general. But definitely, like, the second and third one, they started implementing a lot of stuff that, like, you just never saw in games. You know what I mean? Uh, I got like I got a good one, from, especially from Metal Gear, too. Mm. Okay. You know that whole thing with the controllers having to swap everything around. At least for me, I oh, hadn't yeah. seen that ever before. And when I first played the, oh. that that Metal Gear, that threw me so off. That threw me so far off, dude. Wasn't that right. the one that turned the TV off too, and then read like your memory <laughs> card to see if you played certain games, and the voice yeah. would say something? Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible, actually. Psycho oh, yeah. Mantis. Yeah. Yeah, that game was incredible, man. I remember playing that game. Like, I was young when I played that game. And uh, that stuff just blew my mind. Like, I don't think I've really, ex- like, had an experience like that in a game since. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I was just more impressionable being a, being younger, but, you know, like, it just blew my mind. And then the second one came out, and I remember, like, there was a lot of cool stuff about the second one that I really liked. You know, how... They led you to believe Snake was dead, but you know he he comes back. But this time you're not playing a Snake; you're playing as Raiden. And they they the ending of that game, you know, just the whole fact that like it's one big VR training simulator basically was just kind of mind blowing. But then like the throwing came out, and it had a lot of cool stuff in it, like uh, the whole survival element to the game, you know, where you had to like you had to make sure you ate food and stuff to like stay alive and um, the the boss fight with the end and how like open it was and how there was like multiple ways to beat him you know like it was yeah, I, I've told the story before but like the first time I, I, I fought him it, I think it took me like 45 minutes to an hour maybe longer to beat him just sneaking around that's the sniper you know? right yeah 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 so I mean that, that that whole boss fight in that game just in general was just incredible had so much fun with it 
But that's that's a really tough question, right? Because look at all the whole Steam library and all these indie things. Anything and everything is done in a video game almost now. From the uh, top of a mountain, two sumo wrestlers throwing rocks at each other. It's a legit game. It's called Punch Out or something. It's great. Anyways, uh, and then you got like punch out. even pon- Punch Out. It's not Punch. It's like Punch. It doesn't matter. The thing is. You even got like porn games where you're doing unspeakable acts to unspeakable things into even like little literally just Night trap. click this mayonnaise <laughs> jar and you're good to go. So yeah. it's kind of hard. That's a, that question's very, very tough. So Def- define good. That makes that makes a game really unique. I mean, drug dealer simulator, you don't see people selling drugs like that on a game on the uh, reg. <laughs> Tanner's got a simulator game. Yeah, I got Wanky Simulator. <laughs> Boom, prime example. That Anything was happens in that. <laughs> Explain to our listeners what Wanking Simulator is, Tanner. All right. Oh, I will for again. I will for the fourth time. It's a game where you jerk off and then you blow your load over people which kills them. But you also can destroy things and punch people and kick them. <laughs> and drive in a helicopter. Is it co-op? Can we co-op together? I don't. Th- I don't think it is co-op. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me look. <laughs> it's, the, it's the way it should be. Oh God! I played about. Can you th- imagine? I about played thirty minutes of it. That's all you really needed to know about it. <laughs> it's like ten bucks, so everyone should buy it and just experience it's a it. VR version. Is it really? Sure is, buddy. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Just imagine someone like playing that in VR and walking in on them, jerking it off. <laughs> I wonder what the VR would be for that. Like, is, you had to do the full blown motion or what? Probably. And would you oh, be no. more disappointed that they're playing Wanking Simulator or more disappointed that they're actually watching pornography? <laughs> Both. Okay, well, you're a judgmental person, I see. Okay. <laughs> Ryan's Kevin's like, next question. Would you be more judgmental if I was... <laughs> <laughs> so if you came over, right, and lights are off, a couple candles, you hear some Marvin Gaye in the background, then you hear a lot of... <laughs> A lot of that. I don't know exactly what that sound is, but use your imagination. Are you smacking your fingers on the table? Did you fall down? Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things. And you know, it, it just, you never know what's going to happen if you walk in. So when you walk in and you see a little bit of that, I don't appreciate you judging me like that. That's all I got to say. It's not co-op, by the way. So where the, where did the harmonic come from? Harmonica. I'm sorry, what? Do you need some? You see a little bit of that too. I mean, I got everything here, Tanner. What do you? What else you need? <laughs> I, I'm I'm good. I don't know. All right, thank you. Well, our, ne- our next <laughs> question comes to us from Levi Thomas on the Facebook <clears throat> group. Have you guys looked into the horror games in the Xbox launch lineup? Hellblade 2, The Medium, Scorn, and even more rumored. As a relatively new fan of the horror genre, this lineup really has to be considered an Xbox over the PS5's lackluster launch lineup. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, first off, Xbox can lick my bowels, okay? Whoa. 
a minuscule horror lineup is not going to persuade me from getting the PS5 over the Xbox. The Xbox comes in here thinking they're bad with Gears of War and Halo. I'm tired of it. You got to put up or shut up. Actually, the Xbox might... This might be Xbox time to shine because they've been getting kicked around for so long during this, this console generation. Oh, so... Yeah. I uh, I think it's cool. I think it's cool to have like a solid horror lineup. I guess. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of horror movies and horror games. Um, I was gonna say I want to poke some holes into his like launch lineup. It's all mainly all third party, and Hellblade is not coming out this year with the console because what they showed was like early development stuff, and I don't think they're gonna have that quick of a turnaround for that game. Yeah, none of the horror stuff seems to be um, launch. Um, most of them seem to be like holiday 2020 or possibly. Well, technically, also... holidays so kind of not launch like three months, I think. Mm. Also, these games, that doesn't mean these games are going to be good. <laughs> most launch yeah. games are not good. Do I so most launch games are usually just mediocre. True. They're true. just a, like, um, ooh, look, pretty new game. Looks really good. Yeah. I mean, let's remember that they showed the order for PS4 launch. Didn't come out at launch. And when it did come out, it was trash. That, it looks amazing. That game, would that game if it came out at the beginning, it would have been fine. Everyone would have loved it as a, as a, here's what the system can do. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, now look at the PS5. It's list. possible, but it's still a rough game. If you consider Last of Us a horror, then you got Last of Us. Uh, uh, I would consider that's, some horror. That's elements. not going to be a PS5 launch though. It's, that's that's on PS4. Last of Us Part Two. Yes. Well, I guess yeah. If you consider it four, right, what about Dying Light Two? That's, <laughs> that's never coming out. It got delayed indefinitely. Bless it. <laughs> never say never, my friend. You got anything else you want me to dump on? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kind of just duking all of you, Kevin. I feel bad about it. I mean, it's fine. I just, I'll just, you know, I'll leave and play my harmonica in the corner. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I yeah, mean, I mean, only time will tell. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, I wouldn't judge you, your like basis on buying a console off a third party for a stuff. Few launch, yeah, yeah, for a couple launch uh, launch games that are announced. Now, I don't know. It's like, what are you more a fan of? You know what I mean? Because like I've always been big in the Sony. There was a period there, yes, where I owned a 360, but everyone owned a 360 because it was the cheaper option. Sony had their heads up their asses so you know we didn't have a choice but to to, to go to 360 route now ps3 got really really good towards like its last couple of years sure you know with their hardware updates and all that jazz but you know playstation plus really saved them in my opinion well that yeah and the fact that like if the games had a slower or had a faster uh, install speed with like the upgraded 
PS3s. Because mm-hmm. I remember the PS3 launch was garbage. Like it took so long just to install Metal Gear Solid 4. It was stupid. But then like the upgraded one when you know yeah. went too bad. It's pretty quick. But how exciting but, is that that you know they're coming out with another generation almost seemingly a little soon compared to the other times they've launched. It's not so much. Uh, we actually space. talked about this. I know, like, it seems like it's been soon, but the PS4 has been out for a while. Like six, seven years now? Like six or seven years. Like, it used to be every five years you were seeing a new console. Unless you're Sega, then you were pumping out one, like, every eight months and failing miserably. But. And let's not sleep on Nintendo Switch's horror title, (laughs) Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) Let's not. Let's not sleep on it. (laughs) That's right. Why don't you just skip all that garbage and get you a Switch, Levi? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Don't need no stinking PS5. Don't need no stinking Xbox with your teraflops with that made-up word that no one even knows about. You know what Xbox is doing with teraflops? It's the same thing that uh, that Sega did with its Mega Drive. Not a Mega Drive. What was it called? <laughs> blast, blast Processing is what they called it. And uh, the whole, like, Sega does when Nintendo don't. You know, back in the day, the old slogan when, like, like Sega came out and then Nintendo answered with the Super Nintendo. And they convinced people that that Sega was better because of its blast processing. It's blast processing. And so, like, kids on back in the day in school and all were, like, arguing that Sega was better because of its blast processing. They didn't know what blast processing was. They barely knew what bits were. I have never heard but like, of blast processing. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It was Sega's like, I mean, it, spec wise, the Sega Genesis was faster than the Super Nintendo, but it just couldn't hang in the in the long run because it Super Nintendo had better games. You know what I mean? Like it, the sound, like the sound quality was better in its games, and then they started doing stuff with like the the um, the FX chip. When they started implementing in games like uh, uh, st- uh, Star Fox, and uh, I think they even used it in Donkey Kong Country, which is why it looks so good. But um, but yeah, and so Sega had to start doing things like adding, you know, stuff for like the Sega CD and all this, and it was just a bunch of gimmicky garbage. Um, like I don't know, I don't know how we kind of got on the rabbit trail, but. Oh yeah, my point was like Xbox is using the teraflops thing. It's like a it's a, it's a marketing gimmick. Like it's been used for the longest time. Like hey, we have teraflops. Oh, w- the hell's a teraflop? No one cares about a teraflop. Show us your games. I want to say um, some developers even came out and said like the teraflops is just kind of a made up term and doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, essentially that's what blast processing was. Yeah, you know, like it's a marketing scheme really and it's worked you know when the xbox when the new xbox was first announced they talked about teraflops so you heard it everywhere ign GameSpot, whatever teraflops teraflops oh so it's gonna be so powerful where's its games you don't care about teraflops like the you know but it works somehow it works and i find it kind of interesting too in an age of like pc gamers how pc gamers are you know, they're, they're, it's grown, they're growing in numbers. It's like, why spend all this money on a console 
But I can just build my own PC and have whatever I want on a PC and it'll be <laughs> twice as more powerful than a console. Yeah, and, go ahead uh, and keep talking like that. Yeah, you're giving me a ragey chubby right now. Waking simulator, <laughs> anybody? Maybe later. You wink really fast in that game. It's kind of weird, but uh, like it's you start a fire. That's uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) It's uncomfortably (laughs) fast. (laughs) But uh, but yeah. So like you know we're in an age of PC gamers. So like why are you trying? And and that's probably why they're marketing as teraflops because like hey, why build a PC when you can have an Xbox that's just as powerful with our teraflops? You know. And it's also to get an edge of a PS5, you know, obviously. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to titles. And it kind of always has. And it's user interface, in my opinion, because that's a big thing for me because I cannot stand the Xbox One's UI. Oh, yeah. I think it's trash. It is hot garbage. It's awful. Like, I want to hear an argument from an Xbox fan why it's good. Like, if you're listening to the show, write in, write on our Facebook group, email us. Carrier pigeon. I want to know why you think the UI for the Xbox One is good. I'm all ears. Because it's not. But um, and our last last question before we get into our twat in this quite lengthy show, might I add. Good. Uh, Raven Gordon, our Facebook page, ask why the everlasting gobstopper. Willy Wonka Chocolate River <laughs> have I not been a guest appearance for fuck's sake if Jimmy Fallon could do it so can you did Jimmy Fallon do it successfully I'm not mm. on Jenny, Jimmy Fallon news like that no we have never had Jimmy Fallon on so his argument's invalid <laughs> that's right or maybe he means Jimmy Fallon had him on the show. Oh. Whoa, link that, dude. Whoa. Prove it. We, we might need to get this guy on the show. I can make it happen eventually. You have to earn your right to be in the Loop Bros show. Yeah. You have to do, you have to do something wild and outlandish, that, like play Just Dance. Don't worry. Do you will. You don't right. want to know what I had to do. Raven's crazy. <laughs> he's, he's doing it right now. Whoa. <laughs> um, we, we are always open to guests on the show. So this question is, is really applicable to anyone listening that we love having new guests on the show. It's something we want to do more. We want to have, we eventually want to have other more important people on too. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Hold on. We what? Just... Excuse me? <laughs> Like, like we want Josh. He hasn't been with us in, for so long. We don't know where he's yeah. at. We Rest in someone peace. kidnapped him. I think so, he's on a milk carton. Someone, please just return him. <laughs> <laughs> we need our Josh. You can take a limb, but we need him. With that being said, we move on <laughs> to this week's official topic. Tanner. This kind of goes. So this twat kind of goes hand in hand. What we were talking about earlier is next gen games. What do we think about the PS5, Xbox X lineup? You actually have the list pulled up for each. I sure do, baby. 
There's hey, let's start with a PS5 if you can. PS5. Um, Googling and looking through a bunch of lists, there's no permanent or, or I should say official launch launch. Just a lot of speculation. But it seems okay. that um, we have quite a few. Um, possibly possibly the assassin's creed actually on both consoles possibly the new assassin's creed Valhalla. that that's a that's a safe bet yeah we can, we can i want to say they, that sorry i want to say they confirmed that for the xbox at least like they'll do the whole thing with the uh like with the god what was it cyberpunk how you can get like the free upgrade if you bought it already mm. i want to say but it could be completely wrong um, of course, it's, it's, it seems to be a lot of things that are going to be ported over to the PS5, such as like Death Stranding, uh, The Last of Us Part Two, and sure. um, actually uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so Godfall seems to be a lock. Yeah. The game Godfall for the oh, yeah. launch lineup. I want to say they show that off at um, the Game Awards this past year. Right. And also, piggybacking off the Ubisoft stuff, it also seems that the new Rainbow Six Quarantine will be one of the launch titles. We finally oh. releasing. <laughs> yes. What is that? What is that is a great question. I believe uh, it's just zombie stuff. Zombie. Oh, the zombie add-on for Siege. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, that hadn't come out yet. <laughs> I think they did a beta and then it f- did okay or they had a tweet. I think they wanted to tweak stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I could be wrong. That, yeah, that, that that game definitely needs more like gameplay modes because there's been some days where like I didn't really want to play competitively ranked, but I did want to just get in a group of people and, and just shoot stuff. Now, granted, there is Terrace Hunt, but it's... It's okay. Yeah. Um, Dreams is getting ported over, possibly the near launch time. Uh, a lot of Ubisoft actually, because Watch Dogs Legion seems to be seems to be a lock on both consoles as well. And of course, your your sports games, NBA Two K, uh, NBA Live, and of course Madden with. A little bit of that just dance seems to make the roster for of course. the PlayStation, not for the Xbox. Uh, Gran Turismo My body Seven, is ready. Uh, which everyone likes. Gran Turismo, which is funny because looking at the Xbox list, if we move on over, that it doesn't seem to have a Forza on the list. Interesting at launch. That is weird. I'm sad about right. that. And it may be this particular list that I'm looking at, but that seems to be the general consistency or consensus of that. Hmm. Uh, FIFA can't forget FIFA for all Naturally. you football soccer fans, and possibly Call of Duty, um, some type of Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, that new, I, that new, new. <laughs> yeah, I think Call of Duty Warzone Two. <laughs> Two storm or two gases. Um, 
I think Call of Duty is still doing the thing where they launch earlier on PlayStation, right? Uh, I think so. I haven't really heard anything about that whole exclusivity thing. And you have games such as Gods and Monsters, which seems to be uh, like it's the same guys who made Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, it's kind of like a whimsical story adventure, storybook adventure. Yeah. Um, that one's. Oh, I think I know you talking about. Yep. Right. There's a lot of, and then Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah. That's. Which I know Frosty is excited about. Yeah, that's gonna be a, that's a PS4 game as well. So I'm assuming that might just be a, a port. Be up. Upgraded port for it. Yeah. Like a little special, the game of the year edition or some crap. They'll name it some weird things. And for you fans, possibly, probably not, maybe, we'll see. Dying Light 2. Might not be a particular at launch, but they say that it might be coming. So hold your breath if you feel like passing out early. <laughs> I hope that game, that, that would be a cool game for having for his launch lineup. Especially if it can come out polished and actually be good. Right. Because that first um, one's pretty fun. It's pretty good. I think uh, that would... I think that's around about it for the PlayStation lineup. Um, for the Xbox lineup, of course, you have some of the shared games such as Assassin's Creed, uh, Watchdog Legions... Uh, of course, the sports, Madden, in, I don't think NBA 2K. Yeah, NBA 2K, all of them. God's, is it? I'm sorry, go ahead. Is the new Madden going to be trash? Let's just go ahead and make a bet now. Is it going to be trash? Yeah. I mean, until they bring NCAA back, uh, yes. That That is true. Unless, unless they bring Blitz back, to be honest with you, NFL Blitz. They bring a Blitz Yo. game back. Hold up. Wait a minute. We need a new Blitz game. We do. That's what we need right now in this quarantine. <laughs> you keep your stimulus checks. Just give us, blitz. <laughs> give us NFL Blitz. I need everyone on the Loop Bros Podcast Facebook group to go to their local state house or Australian house, parliament, wherever you're at, <laughs> and make signs that says, bring back NCAA football games. Everyone, CJ, we're looking at you. Happen. You can do it. Enough with the rant. Uh, on the Xbox... CJ does not watch college football. <laughs> does he even know what it is? It's not soccer. Not uni football or whatever you want to call quick, it. A quick Google search. Right. Well, well that, he's got, Australia, he's got Australian good. internet, so there's nothing quick about the Google search. Uh, you hating on Australian... Uh, no, they, he, he'll even say they have really bad internet. <laughs> just just stating a fact. Well, touche. Moving on to the Xbox titles, you don't get Forza, but you do get Dirt Five. <laughs> That's right. I know you're. I know you're excited <clears throat> for that. Oh yeah. That's right. Uh, continuing on, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, of course, is a shared title between both Watch Dogs Legion, uh, the Madden NBA 2K, all that. Gods and Monsters is one, and then the Rainbow Six Quarantine, which. I believe Rainbow Six Siege is coming out at launch with the Xbox Series X as well. 
I'm not sure if it's coming out for PlayStation at launch. I haven't seen anything on that. So, we also have rumored uh, Battlefield 6, possibly. Um, I don't. I hope so. If we want that. I want oh, that. you want that? Okay. I want it to come out and actually be good. Yeah, that. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I played a Battlefield game, I actually played it. It happened. I just got a... EA needs to sell the rights. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. And I, I read something. I don't know if it's a rumor or not. It's kind of off topic, but I heard that WWE might be working with EA to start making the wrestling games. That might be the smartest move they've ever made. <laughs> Who makes them now? 2K? Like, 2K. Right. Yeah. They make some trash games. And they're bad. I think 2K might is slowly, is slowly starting to turn into the new LJN. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember LJN from back in the day. I do not. They no. used to... They were more known for making like uh, licensed games. Like if there was a cartoon or a movie you can think of, they were chances were they were making the game for it. They were so, oh, they were so bad. <laughs> I think the only decent LJN game they made was uh, uh, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. Mm-mm. It's like, did they make the Burger King games? <laughs> I don't know, but those were trash. You talking about new Burger King racing? Come on, man. That's the next Mario Kart. moving on to the xbox series x uh bright memory infinite now this one looks pretty interesting yeah that one looks really cool it is actually one of the few games that had actual gameplay in it right even though it was just kind of for them running just moving nothing fancy a lot of sword fighting and hurricane in the background with gun shooting, wall running, not <clears throat> Call of Duty, but not Far Cry, not wait, wait. Time Crisis, nor is it Doom. We don't know what it is, but God dang, are we ready for it? Duh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Gave me a little yeah, chub. Pretty... Whoa, I guess what's <laughs> next, boys? Waking Simulator. <laughs> Uh, another one is uh, Call of the Sea which I didn't see anything on that one am I wrong to say that that's on I feel no that's a different game sorry yeah I'm not sure you're thinking Sea of Thieves aren't you I was thinking of uh, I think the game there's a game called Call of Cthulhu Oh, yeah, no. I was thinking of that for some reason. Uh, there's a game called Chorus by Deep Silver, which we all know and love Deep Silver. <laughs> they made... Yeah. Yeah, Deep Silver's dope. What did they make again? <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to be making Dying Light, but they're like, nah, we're going to make this other game. Right, we're making a game called Chorus that has nothing to do with anyone singing, so I'm not quite sure exactly what that game's about. Mm, Cyberpunk 2077, of course, is supposed to come. We all know that. Destiny 2, for some reason, they're trying to trying to do something with that. Just making it upscaled, I guess. So, hey, you can still play your favorite looter shooter. 
And of course, great titles <laughs> such as Gears 5, right? Mm-hmm. And Halo Infinite. Finally getting a new Halo game after the wait. Yeah, I was actually uh, talking to uh, a big Halo fan the other day. And I asked him, I was like, what if the new Halo was open world? Because mm. we don't really know. What, like, I mean, Infinite is obviously... It's going to imply that it's going to be a big game. It's, they're going to try to maybe take this one and... I mean, it could just be a clever title, or it could be their idea of taking this Halo and making it this very big, ambitious project and prolonging... Not only prolonging Halo as a franchise, but, but you know, uh, bringing it back in a, in a big way because the last couple of Halos have been kind of, eh, right? Right. So... Yeah, and uh, I asked him. I was like, "What if the new one's open world?" And he was kind of like, "I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that." You know, because Halo's always kind of been like this. Cool, you, you play through the story mode cooperatively, and then you have you know multiplayer. It's just a solid multiplayer shooter. Is what it should be. Well, what if their vision for Halos is different? You know, and it comes out and it's trash you know <laughs> i don't know if you can do that with halo it's such not, a not trash game. but just different you know what i mean it's such a strong storied game and well-structured well i guess it was back then uh well-structured game that i think if you open world it it may take away from that but i sure. mean that's just me you know but yeah. halo infinite may also mean that really all along there's infinite halo rings you can't destroy them all. I feel like that's I what mean, they're going for. So, Microman from Glob Game Studio. I'm not sure about Microman whatsoever. Anybody know Microman? No, mm. I I quickly scared, like looked up all the games that like they announced or show off gameplay for, mm-hmm. and I didn't see that mentioned. So I don't know what that is. I'm not sure either. But Clob Games Studio sounds like, well, we're all thinking it. That's probably the same people who made Waking Simulator. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Observer System Reduce or Redux. I'm not sure exactly how you say that. Redo. 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 Uh, Outriders by Square Enix. Why does that sound familiar? It's probably hmm. to, uh, Final Fantasy's 15 version of of Forza. You just driving that car all day. God <laughs> oh, no! God. Oh no! <laughs> well, the Regal or whatever it was the Regalia. The Regalia. Apparently, the Regalia. Let's get back to the Regalia. Outside Outriders is being ported over. It's coming out 2020 for Xbox One, but it's coming over to the xbox series x so we'll dwell on that of course you have rainbow six quarantine as mentioned the same as siege uh a game from bandai uh scarlet nexus hmm which only interesting which coming from bandai kind of makes me think that it may be some type of animu which i am correct <laughs> uh, yeah. How did I okay. Know? Good job. Uh, Hellblade Two, of course. Um, Sinuous Saga. Ninja Theory sellouts. 
Uh, uh, Sony's fault. They should have bought them. Yeah. Which I do have the first Hellblade I probably need to look at. I have it on Steam. It's only like five hours, man. It's well worth the play. Well, I didn't have anything to do all week. I don't know why I didn't play it, but... God dang Valorant. Uh, (laughs) As mentioned before, from Levi Thomas, Scorn. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one. Okay. It says... What? Hmm? What is that about? Don't know. It's supposed to be some kind of horror. They haven't given any kind of like story elements of it. It's just been like, here's this weird trailer for it. It looks gross. <laughs> Have fun. It's like cool. Nice. But like, it just has a really cool like a, a, like aesthetic to it. I don't know who like the like the what you call the uh, the artist is that's taking inspiration from, but whoever it is, I like it. Cool. Let me check this out. Scorn. You know, I might have seen screenshots or something and just don't remember. Yeah. It's been it ass. Go ahead. It kind of looks like uh, I had to figure out the game, but there's this game on the PC where you just literally you die and you walk through hell. You have to Agony. Find your way out of hell. Agony. Yeah. Kind of looks like that. A little kind bit. of. They were both kind of announced at the same time. Just. I think this one waited. And thank God, so it doesn't make the same mistake Agony did. So, yeah, this game looks dope, doesn't it? It it's just atmospheric first-person horror game. You get like some kind of weird shotgun. Please be good, and please be a timed release. (laughs) Uh, Uh, it's gonna be a time release. Darn. Guess I'll just play it on PC. (laughs) Yeah. Very interesting. So look out for that one on Frosty Stream. Um, the Ascent from Neo Giant. That one's supposed to be there at launch. Do we know anything from the Ascent? Uh, I, some kind of weird anime game. I think Nothing. I might be thinking of a different game, but it kind of looks uh, <laughs> also known as an anime game, basically. So it seems like a top-down, right? Okay, not the game I was thinking. <laughs> seems like a top-down uh, kind of dungeon crawly a little bit. Okay. Ooh. But it seems futuristic, almost cyberpunk kind of era. I can get down with that. Looks interesting. Um, and, of course, the long-awaited... Excuse my death slamming. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of the Rings... Gollum. Have you ever looked at the Lord of the what? Rings movie and said, wow, Andy Serkis is a genius? When yes. can I be Andy Serkis? <laughs> well, today's the day. Well, in 2021, that day's the day you, the listener, can become Andy Serkis and be Gollum in the right. Lord of the Rings Gollum video game. <laughs> you you put the game in. It's just it's just him standing there doing mocap. <laughs> I don't just, see a problem. We hate it. <laughs> Stupid fat hobbits. 
<laughs> you just, you, uh, you just potatoes. We don't like taters. <laughs> All right, you convinced me. I'm kind of kind of ready for this game to be honest with you. There you go. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. super ready for that one. Um the medium comes out holiday 2020 from the Bloober team. <laughs> the, the developer, whoever that is. The Bloober. The Bloober team. Oh, you ain't heard of the Bloober team? No, nah, man. Oh, well, me neither. Uh <laughs> now that's actually I watched the trailer on that one it looks like it's going to be a kind of weird psychological psychological horror game kind of like Layers of Fear I think it's actually made by the same people that developed Layers of Fear it's the same guys who, yeah Layers of Fear The Observer yeah Blair Witch they made mm-hmm. Blair Witch so it's either going to be really scary or really boring right because oh, I heard the Blair, because I, I heard the Blair Witch was supposed to be boring, right. but I heard Layers. You never seen? You never saw the Blair Witch? No, I was talking about the video game that they made. Oh, heard that's heard oh. that game was boring, but later. Well, if it's anything like the movie, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically you just walk through a forest and oh look, something weird happened. <laughs> the the tagline for the medium is. You've only seen half so far. Whoa. So cryptic. So cryptic. What does it all mean? I wonder if they mean half full or half empty, because they'll really tell me if this game's going to be good or not. Seems that they're positive. What does it all mean, Basil? Yes, yes, Basil. Um, That one looks pretty... A lot of horror, right? For uh, Xbox lineup. So, yeah. I'd be horrified if the Xbox came out and it was good. Speaking <laughs> speaking of horrible, horrific things, uh, The Sims 5 is coming out. And I say it's only horrible <laughs> if you belong to The Walking Idea and his wife, fiance. <laughs> you know how much of a tragic story that is. Rest in peace. <laughs> so, yeah. The Sims 5, I know they're make, stoked for that one. Please, for the love of God, make sure you hear Sim Kids presence. <laughs> Please always remember presence of the Sim Kid. <laughs> uh, the second extinction from systematic or systemic reaction has to be determined. Uh, Is that like an old KMFDM album? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> My age is showing. Yeah, Continue. your age is Thank showing, Frosty. Those guys are still around. Their music's just ass now. <laughs> yeah, so is Adam. Uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, this one was announced like a long time ago because I remember my boy Davy Jones. Shout out. Rest in peace. Um <laughs> He was talking to me about it. And he was really mad about a certain thing because they took away they took away a certain elements that was kind of PC, right? Or now it's considered not politically correct. It had something to do with the genre or the genders and all that. Um, apparently, previous games you were able to choose anything and anything you wanted to do, whoever you wanted to do. But apparently, in this one, you cannot. So you, I'm, is that backwards? Um, Okay, this likes him may have kicked in there. 
take it as you will. Uh, he was not very happy about it. So I know that it has a little, and I know a couple people were saying something on the line about that. On the line means Reddit. Uh, <laughs> Is that what they call it? I mean, apparently in this house they do. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, and this is scheduled to come at launch, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm. Hashtag It says that. I don't make these things up. You understand? Uh, Yakuza. Did you guys ever play Yakuza game? This is like number eight or seven. I did not. I did not. But I hear. Uh, I hear. I hear. I hear their decent yeah. things on the line, right? I hear they're good action games. I hear their decent. Mm. There's a few of them on Game Pass. So I might try some. Try them out soon. That one's made by Sega. Still, Sega's still kicking in after mm-hmm. all these years. We suck at building consoles. Let's just publish games. They make Sonic movies. They need to quit messing around bringing Condemned back. Speaking of horror oh, games. Oh, yeah. That makes too much sense, Frosty. <laughs> like, they made two of them, and they were both great, and they ended the second one like they were going to make a third one, and they never did. So, a little salty. Just, Just a little bit. You sound like you sound a little, little, salty you sound a little extra salty. <laughs> I'm a little salty in the shows. I mean, you know, a little dash of pepper here and there. It's like salt and vinegar chips in a bowl with more sea salt on there, and you pour some vinegar on top and eat it in like cereal. That sounds terrible. That does sound bad. I, a, I know a lot of people. I had a buddy growing up. His name was Chandler. That's what he did. My man Chandler Bing. Nope. My man would. What was his last name? I know his last name. I'm gonna say it though. Uh, my man would put kettle cooked Cape Cod salt and vinegar chips in a big cereal bowl. He would grab the salt shaker, shake that thing out. My man would get malt vinegar and just douse it like i'm saying it's thick enough where you're thinking frosted flakes have gone bad 473 years ago and milk never existed <laughs> and it's just dirty water that you use from the desert that you're sitting on because your tongue's so dry because of all the salt in there God. with the spoon it's like a pasta spoon you know it's really round almost like a soup spoon but it's flat just so you can put your fork together and twirl your needle your noodles on there that's what my man would eat this these chips with and i'm telling you I'll speak to him after that. I did years of abuse on that, and we don't speak anymore. <laughs> I think he moved to Colorado to grow, to grow weed, marijuana, hemp. Huh. huh. I mean, it's an honest living. Right. <laughs> True story, by the way. It's ridiculous. That that made me upset. It does. It it, t- it tears you up. Like it makes me even more mad. You remember in Spyro Two, Ripto's rage <laughs> when Crush would do the waves and you couldn't jump over it. I'm, it was. It made. I, c- I can't talk. I can't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Loop Bros Podcast. We appreciate you listening. 
Uh, don't forget to check us out iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. <laughs> Leave us a review. Share us with your friends. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, join our Facebook group. Go to Facebook. Go to the search bar. Type in the Loop Bros Podcast. It's a closed group. Ask nicely. We'll let you in. Uh, don't forget to uh, check out our merch. We have t-shirts. Click on the link. It's pinned to the Facebook group. So any listeners out there listening now want to check out our shirts, please do so. That'd be awesome uh be sure to check out our twitch pages our instagram all that jazz uh t-bird anything else anything you want to close with any shout outs any any uh haikus any anecdotes that i have nothing the fact that you think i can make up a haiku on the spot you're wrong <laughs> that can never happen. Kevin, it was awesome having you on once again, sir. We appreciate it, man. Thank you guys very much. We really appreciate you guys uh, having me. Go check out Kevin Ryan on Twitch and Facebook. He streams pretty regularly. He's streaming at Valorant right now. So if, if Valorant is your jam, go check our boy out. Leave him a follow and uh, leave him a donation. Yeah. That would be awesome of you. It would be. I'm about to stream some Valorant right now. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pgfrosty. You can find T-Bird at tbird803. Find us on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the pgfrosty. And uh, join us next week. Uh, we should have Daryl back on the show. And uh, be good times, good times. But we are out. Peace. How am I supposed to follow after that? I feel the minutes count down on the clock again. Feel like I'm playing in a game that I can never win. Time is running out, I know I gotta make a choice. So many whispers in my ear that I can't hear my voice. Tell me, will it in the situation that?